Nash nash, I'm in touch. Nash nash, I'm in touch now. Nash nash, I'm in touch. Nash nash, I'm in touch now. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, to another episode of Shul Alamu Dorshim Shul Shimyam. Today is the 29th day in our quest to learning all about the holiday of Purim. At first, I want to thank my Safta. As I was starting to run dry, I can always count on my Safta for some very obscure and convoluted songs that she digs up. Thank you, Safta, for the providing of the Nash Nash Ahmentash. Uh, song. As we get closer, today is actually the second to last day. I know it's very sad. Mizachas Mikula has been a blast. If you ever get, if you ever start to miss it, you can always go back and record it. That's why the, the internet's amazing. You could go back and you can and you could record the things and, and relive the moments when that we had together. But additionally, I implore you to to make a siyum to to spread this aura of Torah that you've done. Uh, over these past over these past few weeks, to spread it with your friends and family, and to spread it at the Perm Suda. So at the Perm Suda, you can do whatever you're comfortable with. If you know how to make a hadron, um, then then make a hadron. If you if you don't know um, how to make a hadron, but you want to make a hadron, please email me. I always leave my email in the description. And as always, I I remind you, if you're not yet on the WhatsApp chat, I highly recommend that you that you do such a thing. Uh, but again, you can just you can just read over the last Mishnah. Uh, at your at your perm suda and kind of just just wrap up and and ensure your your friends and family the commitment that you made uh, to try to inspire them to do something something similar the the day after perm actually Torah never sleeps the uh, Torah never rests the day after perm we are going to begin our preparations for uh, Pesach because we know that there are thirty days between perm and Pesach and so we're going to begin learning Maseches Psachim Psachim is a little bit longer so we're going to be operating on a on a three Mishnahs a day. I believe we're going to be doing three Mishnahs today. I'm going to have to double-check with my math on that. But we're going to be doing about three Mishnahs a day. So the recordings might be a little bit longer, but uh, Pesach is definitely a holiday that you don't want to go skimpy with. You want to get all your Torah in line. So with that lengthy introduction out of the way, we are going to start now in Mishnahs Megillah, Perek Dala, Chapter 4, Mishnah Zion, and Mishnah Chet, the 7th and 8th Mishnahs in Mishnahs Megillah. Let's start right now. We're going to talk now about some people that are disqualified from from doing certain actions, uh, and and some of them we're going to mention are actually going to be very interesting halachas. Let's start right now. Coin of mumin. If a coin has some sort of defect on his hands, which is to to explain to me some sort of bent finger or some or some spots, we'll we'll see, we'll see what it is in a second. Rabbi Bertinu elaborates on that. Logi says kapav. He shouldn't go in in daven in daven um Rabbi Yudah, Rabbi Yudah says, "Af mishahayu yadav yadav suos asti astis astis uf ufo osias That even somebody whose hands who works with red dye or or, or works with blue dye all day, he also shouldn't dochen mipnei shaham istakunbo, because the people will start staring at his hands. So in the first case, the problem with the person dochening is that we know that someone who's a mum is not able to engage in the service of Hashem. It's actually my bar mitzvah parsha, which has been a recent theme. But my bar mitzvah parsha in the second liyah begins to speak about somebody who's a mum and things they're not allowed to do. Uh, but somebody who's a mum is not allowed to engage in the in in the voda in the, in the besamikdash and also certain parts certain parts uh, of of dochening. But also think about it, if someone has a bent finger, then then they're gonna then people are gonna are gonna start staring. Similar to the person who has the red dye who has the red dye and the blue dye on their fingers, the people are gonna start staring on them. But what's the big problem with people staring at the Kohen's fingers? So Rivati Bartinu says, If I'm a stack if somebody starts staring at a coin's in between a coin's hands while the while the coin is dochening, their eyes will become dim. If, why? Because we know that there's a principle that the shechina, that the presence of Hashem Himself, is 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 right there. 
And but what's a what's a special what's a special stipulation that is made uh, on on Rabbi Yehuda's opinion? So Rabbi Yehuda's opinion is true, but not if the following is true. Explains the Gemara, and the Gemara goes on. The Gemara in Megillah explains on this point. Shim Hayadash Biro that if he was well known in a city, or if if everybody in the city also works with blue dye and also works with red dye, or what's more likely in the case, it's just everybody knows him. He's the, he's Johnny the blue dye guy, and so they're not going to start staring his, staring at his hands because you know they've seen it many many times before, so they're not they're going to have no reason to stare now. So explains the Vadi in the case where this where this mum is not an un is not an an unknown idea where the people are going to be used to it. It is completely mutter. It is completely allowed. Next Mishnah Mishnah. If somebody says, "I'm not going to go, um, I'm not going to go and 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 daven and, and daven chazar sashats be the chazan unless I'm wearing only white clothes," or if this person says, "Af belavanim lo so we don't let him do it even in white clothes. We're going to explain in a second. Besanda ino alfer. If somebody says, "I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it." Uh, uh, with the shoes on, I'm only going to do it barefoot. Af yachef lo So what's the reason for this? And the reason is, is because the, the, it was the way of heretics to daven in this manner. For whatever reason, they daven with shoes off and always wearing white. And one might ask the question, wasn't that what, how, how the kahanim were in the base of Mekdash? What's wrong with, with davening, with, davening uh, with, with shoes off and only wearing white? And so, and so the reason is, is although it is permitted to daven in white clothing or barefoot, Jewish law does not insist that one does so. So the way that he insists and says, I'm not davening unless I do this, it lets us know that, that it's that it's the way of a heretic because a heretic only allows himself to, to, daven, to daven while they're wearing white clothes and, and not wearing any shoes. So because this person is insistent, you know, in the times of the Mishnah, there were a lot of heretics that were trying to infiltrate their way into, into davening, into shul, and we don't want the, the, these heretics to be fulfilling very special kibbutzim, very special honors for us. Now we're going to give a quick halacha about tefillin. We know the Mishnahs jump all over the place, but that's kind of what keeps it fun. If somebody makes his tefillin round, there's, there's no mitzvah, and it's also dangerous. Why is there no mitzvah? Because tefillin has to be square. That's what's taught by Chazal. But why is it tzilkana? Because we don't want this person to... I always have this fear when I lean my head against the wall with my tefillin, but but if, you're, if your tefillin's round, if you just think of the anatomy of it, then if you bump if you bump your tefillin into a doorpost or into a wall, then it can likely penetrate penetrate your head and it can, and it can hurt you. Uh, I always have this fear with square tefillin, but it's not going to happen because it's square on my head. But with round tefillin, uh, it's actually possible that it could that it could really hurt you. So not it's not only do we not fulfill the mitzvah, but it's also dangerous. Not na al al pasiado. If somebody puts tefillin the head tefillin on their forehead, or if they put the arm tefillin on their hands, like on their palm, how is it there? Hamionos. This is the way of heretics. Why is this the way of heretics? So we know. I remember I was I was taking an eighth grade halacha class, and and the halacha class was basically explaining the sedukim, the Sadducees. And how the Tzadukim were is they essentially uh, threw out all terms of rabbinical law. And so it, how it was explained to me in the halakha class is that this makes your, your, your service Hashem, uh, that, that you take every word that says in the Torah literally. Which we know when it comes to, when it comes to mitzvahs, especially things something is lost in translation, it's probably not such a great idea. But that's what the heretics did. So when they saw when they read the Shema and they say, um, 
it says, Al Yadecha, um, talking about the armed villain, they literally put it on their hands. They put it in between their eyes, on their forehead. And so if you do that, that is a heretical way of, of doing things. You don't do it that way. Finishes off this mission. See Penzov, if somebody covers their tulum with gold, or if they put it over their sleeve, we know that they're obviously certain heterim. We have to be sensitive. Uh, if some people, if they have, if they have casts, uh, you're, you're, but if they have it on their on their non-dominant hand and they have to put it on your tulum, obviously a heter can be made in that case. But but in a regular case, if somebody just puts it over their sleeve, this is the way of outsiders. What do you mean outsiders? Outsiders are, are, are people who, who don't follow the who don't follow the rabbinical way and, and the way of, of people who are who are very intelligent in terms of interpreting what Hashem really wants for us. This is the way of outsiders. I'm sorry that, that was that those Mishnahs were a little bit long. But we really have to learn a lot of Torah before this Masechet departs us. And I hope that you are excited because now one day closer to the holiday of Purim. Have a wonderful day.